Hi everyone and welcome to the 30th episode of the Gaming Union Podcast for Tuesday 14th of October. I'm your host Chloe and I'm here with Daryl. Hi. Lauren. Hey guys. And Commander Colon. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I love that nickname. I was not expecting that podcast again. Is Ill. Yeah, one half of the podcast is ill, the other half is... Will okay. be ill by the I'm end sore, of the podcast. But... <laughs> okay. Yes. Sickly Pete, we should be on quarantine. <laughs> if you've watched Contagion, you might not want to listen to this podcast. Oh, I do not want to watch Contagion. Uh, that, that movie is scary. Can you spread the virus through podcasts? Apparently so, so, I spread the virus through Skype. Yeah, but Colin mm. was sick first, and now I am sick. It's a plague be. spreading through gaming. Yeah, anyway. So if you want mm-hmm. the plague, feel free to join up. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to start wearing face masks while we do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, or you could come and clam with us on a Saturday night. We can all share our sicknesses. <laughs> Sh- sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> advertising for clanning there come join us you'll be sick anyway that's a brilliant incentive yeah I was I was <laughs> just thinking that Mini Gup is our community show for the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast series and the Gaming Union forums we've got the same segments in our show but I'll just go through them if you've not listened to one of our shows before we start this off with a community response um, to our last show which I wasn't actually on, so you guys are going to have to fill me in on the things that you talked about. Because you were you. It was an amazing show. Woo. Was it the best show that has been in the last year? Because I was. I not think on so. It. Yeah, they're all just I being should, mean. I should definitely listen to it. Um, you didn't listen to it. In I that listened... case, it was even better. It was even better than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're going to take we it down to the site, so the then I can the never listen to it. <laughs> Oh dear. yeah, I no, I have listened to some of it, but I I will not lie and say I've listened to all of it. I've been so busy. Um, then we're moving on to the main topic, which might be a game which you might have heard of. It's just a tiny game called Uncharted Three, just which I may tiny, have mentioned. Tiny, tiny one, you pretty know, much every under podcast for you. Chloe actually like hates Uncharted Three. She can't stand like, she's, she's lying. Like no, she's I don't the hate it. Troll. I've just <laughs> I, I, I just haven't really heard anything about it you know it just doesn't interest me totally ambivalent to it <laughs> she thinks Nathan Drake looks like a monk monk like she like, thinks he looks like a monkey and like <laughs> yeah one. definitely climbs like a monkey um, after that we've got our forum threads which this week is uh, revolved around man week drum roll drum roll been mm. a lot of testosterone on the forums this week truth we have a great assortment on this podcast to talk about it too, with being two girls. <laughs> well, hey, you know, Man Week can involve manly women. And I did write <laughs> one of the features for Man Week. Yeah. You did? I did. So, there to you be go. honest though, me Word. and Lauren probably notice men more than you and you two do. That's true. Because so it'd be pretty be... interesting if you guys were we... looking at guys as we... well. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if it's like a disorder for being attracted to male gaming characters. It's just, it's like saying if I wasn't if I wasn't straight I would be going for that guy. <laughs> oh, you'd so be going for Big Boss. Oh, don't even lie. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. That's no secret. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we've got our question segment, which this week has two questions to dive Yay, into. Yay, questions! Yay! So yeah, 
Just to remind anyone who's not heard our show before, FF and KH Union has a new sh- show every Tuesday. The series includes three different shows that follow a weekly release cycle of Kingdom Hearts Union, which is hosted by Lauren, Final Fantasy Union, hosted by Daryl, and Minigup, which you're listening to right now, hosted by me. I'm just an extra. Pod- yes, <laughs> not that important. This podcast is produced by Gaming Union and TweaksMusic.com and comes out on iTunes and the Gaming Union Network. Want to give a quick shout out to Bayhan as always because he is awesome. Why and does it always say Blayjam in the notes? Because, because that's his name what is Blayjam. Actually, Bayhan is a typo. <laughs> I see. Yeah, yeah there's Bayhan, there's Bayja, and then there's Bayya. I like Blayjam. Blayjam. Yeah. No, my favourite Bay-related phrase is Bay Rage. <laughs> Bay Rage. Oh, that's so perfect. He, he when he rage quits, that is what we call the Bay Rage. He's amazing. Yeah. Yes. So thank if you, you ever want to listen to him out. rage, play League of Legends with him. <laughs> play, play any, any game, game with him. him. He, he's quite, <laughs> <laughs> he rages quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bayhan, for picking out our topics for this show. And for raging. Yes. And for the raging. The would be the same. And make our lives so much better entertainment. for it. Okay, so you want to move on to community responses to the last show? Yes, let's Are you do suggesting that. that I should take this? Or we... Yeah. I, I think that's yeah, a sound suggestion or sound okay, well, Yeah, so last episode we talked about numerous things, but the main topic was about whether we think there are too many first-person shooters or third-person shooters, and it was a topic that people wanted to give their opinion about. Project mm. Decade said, too many first-person shooters is an understatement. <gasps> I don't know about you outsiders, but here in New Zealand, our shelves are plagued with them. Because of the huge uprising of shooters, originality has become scarce in that realm. I mean, look at Call of Duty. They've been the same thing for, what, 10 years? And they're still the most popular gaming franchise in the Western world. God damn. He's pretty absolute in his opinion, right there. Has Burn. it been going 10 years? Well, one, I guess Modern so. Warfare, the first Modern Warfare, if we're talking about the Modern Warfare series. That was only like five years ago. Yeah. Well, maybe if they're considering just like Call of Duty in, I mean, in general. Yeah, but the, the difference Call between Call of Duty is way different yeah. to now. Oh, Call yeah. of Duty 2, oh, yeah. and then you've got Call of Duty 3, and then Modern Warfare. And the difference between yeah. those two are like pretty different. Modern Warfare 1 came out in like 2006, 2007, didn't it? I think so, because it's been like after that was World of War, then Modern Warfare 2, and then Black Ops. So a bit of an exaggeration, but I mean, still. Although, to be fair, the core mechanics are quite similar. Yeah. I, I, think I definitely wouldn't buy one, another one after I bought one. They are, but I mean, like, it feels I different, didn't you know, really you... care about... Call of Duty originally, 1, 2, and 3, they were they were popular, but they weren't that popular. And no. when you played them, it felt like you were... It didn't feel like an, an action... Well, it, there were a lot of action Modern sequences, Warf- but it wasn't uh, like Honor a blockbuster movie. Mm. I mean, with the yeah, Medal of Honor was yeah. much better. Mo- but Modern Warfare got just so popular due to, especially, like, um, college it was, campuses. It was good. Yeah, like good. so many people played that game I've, together I've, in the dorm rooms. I finally played Modern Warfare 2 the other day. <gasps> and it's strange because it looks way better than Black Ops. Well, it's better studio. Just just putting it out there, Modern Warfare 2 looks way <laughs> sharper and much better. I, just, I couldn't stand the bokeh effect when you get shot there. I couldn't Treyarch are not the best developer out there, I wouldn't say they're the worst either. They're, well, no. I would say that they are a competent. I've got to, it's it's got to suck working for them though because they're like oh right what did Infinity War do right we just got to copy that and yep that's our game <laughs> to be Copy-paste. honest and this is kind of blowing my cover a bit I do have many fond memories of playing the first Modern Warfare when I was at university why is that blowing your cover 
Well, because I I don't really like Call of Duty. I kind of you know. I played a lot of Modern Warfare. I didn't. You didn't. No. I played a lot of Modern Warfare because we would always play. Um, we have four people in the dorm room we would fit in, and then we would have uh, um, <coughs> knife fights. So we would just use no guns. If you used guns, you were automatically kicked out of our group. <laughs> and um, elitists. Yeah, and you would just <laughs> uh, try to kill people using melee. People have been fun. doing that for years in Counter Strike. So much fun though. Yeah, that, but yeah, mm. a lot of good memories. People raging, fun. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes, move on. Yeah, Main topic. It's, pro- it's, pro- it's probably it's probably a good thing I wasn't um, there for this for that podcast because I'm infamously immune to first person shooters. I am so terrible. But are there so, too yeah. many third person shooters? Hmm. Mm. Oh, Uncharted three. Even. <laughs> too many. Unoriginal. <laughs> yeah, unoriginal games. Too many shooting. Anyway, if- <laughs> If you want your response to anything we talk about on this episode on the next show, then look for the thread for this podcast on the Gaming Union forums in the podcast section and hit that add reply button. And you never know, you might just hear us on the next show. Mm. I'm sure you guys will have a lot to say about Uncharted 3, which is your main topic for this show. How unoriginal it is, and there's too many third-person shooters. <laughs> too oh, many Nathan Drakes, too many climbing, too many shootings. You know, you know, I'd be happy if there was only Uncharted three. And you it don't, would not but you don't not want, enough. You don't want this. You didn't make it more original. Put an RPG element, <laughs> which they kind of have. The more you entirely use, use the one weapon, the more that. you can upgrade it. You know, that there's going to be a spin-off Sully game. There yes, I, I would get that. Sully game. Well, apparently Sully Uncharted three is, with the ladies it's got some Sully, a lot of bromance in it. So it could talk about how Sully and Chloe get along. <laughs> <laughs> Their relation. Not Ooh. me, but yeah. the character, Chloe. Bounce. Wow, wow. Let's just, let's just, or is let's it? just specify <laughs> Just <that>. clarifying. <laughs> not this Chloe. Not your host, Chloe. The game Chloe. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Two weeks until it's out when this podcast is released. You Woo! guys excited? Oh, yes. T- yeah. Did you see the new TV spot? <laughs> Freaking epic. I want to see that on TV. Yeah. I saw the they new- featured... um. They now have Nathan Drake in the $5 footlong commercials for uh, <laughs> Subway. Yeah, that's so new. Going on the screen and he goes, $5. Which, by the way, shout out to Kid, who provided me and Chloe and some of the other clan members with codes. Because yes, it's, it's only in the U.S. We're not U- Americans. Yeah, it's only in the U.S. It's not and up in Canada. It's so freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we yeah. all help each other with our Uncharted. So, yeah, which is a good point. We will be hitting up Uncharted 3 multiplayer throughout the weeks until the release so if you want to come and play with us then just look on the forums there's a thread for clanning let us know that you're playing and we'll say hi come play with us that's how it works so what are your thoughts about uncharted 3 why are you excited about it because it's frigging uncharted uncharted (laughs) we need no other reason (laughs) like this is my this is my uncharted story i didn't get my playstation until uh, my playstation 3 until last year and i bought the console because i wanted to play final fantasy 13 <laughs> but really. i yeah see this is uh, why we uncharted all kind of did i did that as well i didn't i bought it to play metal gear solid 4 and you should have said the same colin you traitor <laughs> i didn't well, i i got mine in order was also to play one of the Nier. reasons why i bought it i got mine in order to play near just because <laughs> i love near and near but yeah, so I bought it for Final Fantasy Thirteen, which if I hadn't bought Uncharted 2 when I bought the console, I probably would have 
taken it back on the basis of playing Final Fantasy Third. It's like, <laughs> why did I waste my money on this? But instead, I got Uncharted 2, and the rest is history. I love the cinematic mm. sort of ness to it. I can't think of words. I'm just well, just how it's like a, it plays a lot like a movie, and it's exciting, especially yeah. like the first it's scene. It's very well played. It's kind of like, like modern the train. It's amazing. Don't no, don't don't ah, compare. Ah, ah, ah. Like you troll. Just how it works, like it how it just throws you right in with well, that one scene. I think if they had opened it with any other scene, it wouldn't to, have had as much of an to impact. Be, although to I be honest, like if you're comparing pacing, that it's not. Yeah, it's, that was a bit it's annoying. It's not entirely far fetched to compare it to Modern Warfare, which is paced like a blockbuster movie. Well, more yeah. like a Michael Bay movie. If you're comparing, yeah. you know, <laughs> quality, we need more explosions. <laughs> Whereas un- actually... Uncharted is more like, I guess, Indiana Jones. You know, it's kind of paced like that. Yeah, that's definitely a good analogy. Yeah, I, and I think I, that's Uncharted definitely for me one is, of the... is the best game of this generation. I think I mm-hmm. think they're doing Which really well to, to top that with Uncharted Three. I mean, you look at what I don't doing. think they can. You look at what they're doing with like just just the small the small details. Maybe not something g- groundbreaking, but they're they're the combat system now looks a lot better than it did in in Uncharted 2. You can disarm, you can disarm enemies. You can use their weapons and smack them in the face. That is. <laughs> quite I think the problem awesome. is that Uncharted, the original one, was a really good game, but it wasn't mm. a fantastic game. Like there were there were parts about it that were really cool, but there were parts about it that were just not quite there. And yeah. with Uncharted 2, they they pretty much just cleared all of it up. They fixed everything, and it had some amazing physics. And into it, it was like a, a technical dream, and like I think and that's what this, made it. Yeah. The comparison between the first and the second is what made the second look so good. Mm-hmm. How are they going to make it better? Because Uncharted Two is already the best game this generation for many people, and they've got to exceed that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Honestly, if they I have wouldn't to mind exceed if it. it. Was I just think they like... have to. Um, if so long as they are at the same level, which I don't think would be difficult for them exactly. to do. I think so long as it's exactly the same, people won't be disappointed. But I, I agree from a critical point of view. I'm not sure whether anybody is going to be able to say that the that three is going to be better than two. I think with the single player campaign, just as long. Sorry, sorry. Go I ahead. think just as long as they make um as as long as they make a good story and they have really good storytelling, I don't think. Like at at the moment, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, like I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm definitely going to love it, but I think. Um, the storytelling is really what's going to hit it for me as long as they can you know make me still excited to play each <laughs> each new chapter I'm fine yeah I think I think Amy, Amy Hennig is is one of the best because she has such a large um, part in so many different sections in the creation of the game she has um, she does writing she oversees everything I think she even gets down and designs some of the like the small objects in the levels as well um, I think that she can she's probably been working on this even since before Uncharted 2 was finished so I think that they know she knows what she was going to do with it and I you know I have entire like trust that she wouldn't have put anything in there that would be too risky. Mm-hmm. I think also it helps with how humble the guys in Naughty Dog are. I remember when mm. um, you obviously they, they made the Jack and Daxter franchise, which weren't like massively successful, but they were still up there. Yeah. Um, but when they were making Uncharted, I remember them saying like, you know, they took it to like shows about 
like a year or, or nine months before the game was released and they got a lot of the feedback and um, they actually asked uh, critics and journalists and stuff to say what they liked what they didn't and they, they just wanted to, them to cut out the crap yeah and um, you know they actually took on board a lot of what they said and, and changed like core parts of the game to make it more fun and more interesting I don't think a lot of developers would actually do that. They'd be more stubborn and say, like, well, this is what I want to do. I don't care whether you like it or not. Yeah, there's quite Mm. a lot of, like, the arrogance with some um, developers, I think. I remember being amazed with Uncharted right from the very beginning. The, I remember wa- the demo, the water, the, demo. the water. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I already, I already told Daryl this story. Drake got but, wet. Like, oh, my gosh. When I, um, I played the original Uncharted demo... Um, my ex had a PlayStation 3, and I never had seen an, a, like, PlayStation 3, like, to its full capacity, only in, like, Windows or trailers or whatever. Um, and so we were playing around with some demos, and he was like, oh my gosh, you have to check out this Uncharted game. Like, it looks so cool. So I started playing it, and we noticed that whenever I would jump into the water, Drake's pants would get wet. And I'm just like, whoa, that's... that's <laughs> pretty freaking cool and like i'd never i i never saw so much attention to detail in the game before and i just thought it was absolutely just Just amazing the animations as well and like the way it rolled and like if you rolled in the water then it would he'd all get wet and then it would dry over time yeah it's just oh that like the first one like that still amazed me and then the second one was just even better so i don't know what else they could really surprise me they're doing sand and fire this time right that's their big thing Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I wonder that how that's going to play, yeah, like, d- sandstorms and stuff. That's the thing that always that, that really struck me with Uncharted 2, just the technical achievements that they manage. Like, other games have, have had sequences with trains in, but none of them had ever done it anything like Mm-mm. they did in Uncharted yeah. 2. Everything on that train, you felt, had its own weight. It was being affected by the movement of the train, mm. like, what was happening in that specific moment. And then, like, when you're in Shambhala... Uh, when it like started raining and stuff, and the rivers appeared and stuff like starts flowing down the rivers and stuff like that, it was it was absolutely amazing. I was blown away by that. Mm-hmm. Nothing can match that at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I remember seeing um one of the more recent like developer videos that they I think it was about no I tell you what it is it was in um Nolan North is releasing a book like behind the scenes of making Uncharted Three. This isn't oh, a plug. Yeah. This, is a, this isn't a plug. This is an actual um. And there's a sample on the site, and on that it says that they actually research, um, like all of the weaponry that they that they're using in the game, and um, the like the reflections that the bullets would have from each of those specific guns, depending on what sort of like um, te- um, what they hit, like um, stone or wood or whatever, and so to see how they'd bounce off of that, so. They're putting that much attention to detail in the game. Wow. I mean, just... even in the first Uncharted, when you shot at water, and if it was shallow enough, you don't just see the water like disperse, but the dirt beneath it as well. Yeah, yeah. I think you could definitely like it's like the Uncharted series as well as the Elder Scrolls series. Like you can really see how important it is for developers to have that kind of detail with those kind of games like that you they don't go unnoticed like they really do they really 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 do affect everything well, it's like the whole thing on Charlie 3 when they were showing it on uh, jimmy fallon where they're like yeah if you just stand around in this house it'll burn down yeah <laughs> and like in the beta as well in the beta when we were playing how like there was the one uh map where the house was burning and every time you went back like a little bit more of it had gone 
Yeah. It's just so cool. Um, Although gushing, I think sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the parade a bit here because I'm not actually that excited for Uncharted Three, and I I think the reason is that I I just know what I'm gonna get. Like yeah. it doesn't. There's no excitement for me because I know it's gonna be a really great game game that I'm gonna enjoy, but are you I, not I, even I, excited for the story? No, because I don't really care that much about the story. Like it it, it works well in the game. It flows well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice and all that. But I don't really care about the characters that much. I mean, Nathan yeah. Drake's cool and everything. It's kind of like God of War. Like, does it? Kratos is cool, but does anyone really care? Yeah, I don't, I don't really think anyone. <laughs> Calling that? Like, no, no, really. Like when you when you when they announced Gears of War three, you you were like, oh, I wonder what cool story he's going to go through. Like, I wonder 3? how it's going to continue. No, when like when no, when they announced okay, when War. they announced God of War three, and I I wasn't as excited for God of War three, but when they announced like a Ghost of Sparta, I was really excited <laughs> for that. That's when. But why though? Was it the story or the gameplay? The fact it's that the story it was both. PSP? I knew what I was getting for the gameplay, so I, I wasn't that all that excited for that. But for the story, because it was exploring Kratos's past and how he became the Ghost of Sparta. I think. I think my problem with the Uncharted story is that there's no real continuity. Like mm-hmm. it has the same characters, but that's not really what that. they're looking them... for in a in a response think... from gamers. Though they're looking for that Indiana Jones kind of response. Oh, new Indiana no, Jones! They, oh, they new do that. I see what so you mean, though. Like there's void. I think that's the issue like also with like story that continues on. So then you can pick mm. up two without playing one. I think that they don't want to make the only it continu- for long stories. Unless you get things, is, some, unless you get characters. things like Assassin's Creed, which are hugely convoluted because they're popular, so they try and spread it out a bit. But I do kind of see what Daryl's saying, like with the um, like a reoccurring uh, villain, even. Well, that like, isn't think... one because they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing. Like, I mean, you know, um, some stories like there's always the there's always the villain that's still there. Like X Men, there is always Magneto. They, they, they at least tried to make it so there's some bit of continuity aside from the hero. Yeah, I, I think that's my problem with like with with how it's done. It's just like. You know, as as Chloe was saying, every game is des- or Colin, whichever one of you was saying it, every game is des- every game is designed to be a self-contained entity. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the romance with Elena, that's an ongoing storyline. Which you know, if you don't yeah. care about the relationship, then sure that this they is don't a really explore that. But that isn't. Though. I think they. But do. I think it would have been a little bit more interesting had Harry had survived. I'm glad he had didn't. his character had survived. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that he didn't either. But I think that he's the kind of villain that you want to keep. You want to keep there. You want to keep like running into and kind of going into a different story with. And to be honest, or I think a lot cameraman. of people were yeah. surprised or even the yeah. when um, Chloe was like shown in the trailer because most people assumed that like it would just be the three of them. It was going to be yeah. Chloe or Elena, and then she showed up, and it was you know people were like ah, oh, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, the Indiana Jones thing, like, you know, obviously each one of those is a separate story, and mm-hmm. there are a few recurring characters, like Sean Connery's character, like his dad. Yeah. Um, That's not really recurring. Them, well, he is in more than one film, is he not? No, he's only in the... Uh... I think he is only in the third one. Yeah. Damn it. He, there's a picture of him but in the, the fourth the female one, interest, The female interest, um, the actress who was in the first one, Marianne. she was only in the first one and then the third one, right? She... she Came back in the fourth one. I thought she was in the third one as well. Th- all right, maybe I'm no, maybe no. my Indiana Jones. <laughs> we're all wait, blanking wait, wait, wait. on Indiana no, what Jones. What was the one with the one? What was the one with the little? Um, forgive me for little Asian boy. Remember that one? That was Temple Wasn't of Doom. Wasn't that the Doom. third one? Wasn't she in that one? No, that was a different. 
that was a different one. She she was in. I the, guess one that was her. I think the one you're talking about is the one from the first one, which is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. She was in the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, the really pretty one. I guess, I guess it really just depends mm-hmm. on what you want because oh, well. like you can you can either say like two George Lucas franchises. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Indiana Jones is George Lucas, right? It's Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah, it's Steven Spielberg and George Steven Lucas Spielberg. as the side project, which became it's a like yeah, their yeah. baby. I mean, like you've got Indiana Jones, where it's Indiana Jones is the only continuity really, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's on if it's just a different adventure. Every well, time. the Nazis are kind of continuity. Except the fourth one well, was for Russian. <laughs> no, that's just a setting, yeah. though, isn't it? That's not really, but, yeah. But then you've got Star Wars, where there is a continuous story. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, if you're, if you're a, a punter, like, which one has a bigger fan base? Star Wars. Yeah, yeah you but can say it's cause on the, the other side, thing, it's blah, got blah, the hugest haters as well. The, the reaction to Star Wars is a lot more polarised than Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. But I would, I would much rather watch all three of the Star Wars movies than I would an Indiana Jones See, as much as I love Film Star best. Wars, that's just my personal. I think Indiana Jones is the, I would, the Transformers. I would watch Indiana yeah. Jones over Star Wars, just because it's a lot more. fun. And I would watch the first two um, Back to the Future movies, not the third one because the third one I discount. But the first two, <laughs> I would watch over Indiana Jones. But then again, there's no. Well, there's Biff. There's Biff. There is a reoccurring thing. There's Biff. But um, yeah, I think I think I actually am more excited honestly for Assassin's Creed Revelations than I am for Uncharted 3 in terms of just like overall like I really want to play I really really well, I want to really find out what happens exactly because they left you on such a cliffhanger oh my gosh but um yeah like I think I think that's kind of where where we're going with that yeah but I mean yeah it, it clearly is done for accessibility mm-hmm. like you know Chloe you played Uncharted 2 before you played Uncharted 1 did that yep. affect anything probably not no only one plot point the there's um yeah i suppose we can say this really in uncharted one there's a section there's a big chunk of the game where you think sully is dead but if you played the second one first he's quite obviously not dead so i was like oh okay well he can't be dead (laughs) he can't be dead yeah i say that's that's the only really thing that was spoiled and you know you don't even really need to know that Elena and Nate sort of got together in the first game because it was all fairly obvious in the second game. They don't need to explain well, anything. Although don't need... that w- that would only be a spoiler if you knew the second game was after the first one. Yeah, but there's nothing. <coughs> a lot of um, aspects to the the storyline of the game are done in the same way that a movie would be done. You know, a movie is like two two to three hours at most and they have to explain as much of the characters that is necessary to the story every character mm. has a backstory but they don't need to tell ev- the audience everything for the film to make sense and it's the yeah, same like, with Uncharted I mean, 2 Elena in Uncharted, Uncharted 2 it's like why are you here while I'm doing this it's just very convenient but that's why I'm here <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, yeah I'm I'm super excited I've got my pre-orders in for the for the, ex- the Explorer's Edition, so I'm getting my chest. I'm super excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Subway promotions are not... Um, they're making us even more excited as well. Yes, we were playing... Well, the multiplayer is a last bit... Weekend. Uh, like everyone knows what to expect with a single player. They know, they know it's going to be awesome. But with the multiplayer, that's mm. where things things start to divide. You know, some yeah. some well, people Red think Road. it's some people think it's amazing. Others think that uh, it's they eh. want to play the second one. Because Unchart- Uncharted Two was kept really simple, so it was really easy to get into. Whereas this one has a lot a lot more features, a lot more customization, and all of that. I still think you can play well, without Red- doing any of that, though. 
can I say Red Rose's quote now? Yes, you can. Okay, thank you. All right, well, Red Rose said about the Subway promotion, which is kind of where I was going with that segue. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> she she says, awkward sub- uh, this is hilarious, cross-eyed face. Yep, let's all go to Subway, everyone, for Subway treasures. And I ate Subway on Thursday, too. I think I'm going to su- Subway again soon. Actually, I could go for Subway, really. Do you want to know what's really funny about this as well? Like, um... I swear that there have been so many, like, especially Halo and the, like, the Mountain Dew stuff and all that crap. All the Sony people were like, oh, look, look at Microsoft throwing the money around with its advertising campaigns. And now it's like, yeah, this Subway campaign's amazing! <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, Subway boy, is healthier than Ma- Mountain Dew. You have to admit, I probably it's have working. Subway over Mountain Dew. But advertising yeah. is working. So, Sony PlayStation's always had like a deal with Subway. Mm. So this isn't I so surprising. It. I mean, they were at E3 promoting hey. Uncharted 3. I love hoagies. I love subs. Just it just I'm, sucks I'm that it's only it. in the states and not up here in Canada. Yeah, I don't That's know why true. they've done that because Uncharted has a pretty worldwide audience, from what I gather. I'm guessing it's Subway. Like that's where Subway everywhere. is from. I'm guessing that's just because of the company. But Subway's everywhere. Yeah, I know Subway's, Subway's everywhere, Subway's but it originated in it originated in America. Who cares about that? <laughs> Anyway, um, Roxas21691, who has been clowning with you guys, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, he's yes, he a has. star he, he player. He is a dead eye. <laughs> I thought I was your star player. No, no, oh, you, you don't, play you don't even us. play with us. We're so terrible, you don't play with us. That's true, actually. Like, <laughs> I, I, did, I did stop playing with you guys in Uncharted 2 because you are ruining my scores. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, anyway, he said uh, in the clown recap thread... Uh, I didn't like the multiplayer much. Uncharted 2 was f- much more addicting, slash that out and say addictive instead, than Uncharted 3. Not saying that multiplayer is bad, but at least for me, what made Uncharted 2 unique was the fact that there was no weapon customization. It made the multiplayer rely more on skill than weapons. In Uncharted 3, people with higher rank have always got the advantage with weapons, as they as they are much more powerful than lower rank. People. Yeah, that's the thing. Like with the with the yeah. with Uncharted 3's multiplayer, you. You don't get weapons lying... Well, you get power weapons lying around, but those are power weapons, hence the power, and they're all super mm-hmm. powerful. It sounds like they kind of done it Resistance 2, and, where you pick your weapons before you go in, and that's yeah. what you just stick with. Mm, that's and exactly it. It kind of takes the... Well, they do have the hardcore mode, which is more like Uncharted 2, where you don't mm-hmm. have the weapon That's probably what I'm just going to play. <laughs> they're just going to go hardcore. But a lot of people in the hardcore mode just spam snipers. Yeah. I just don't... I I much preferred the maps in Uncharted 2, and I know I already said this in another podcast, but the one like I I, I kind of agree. I, I think the maps in Uncharted 2 are a lot better designed. Like the ones in Uncharted 3 yeah. are kind of claustrophobic. Yeah, they're but, very yeah, like the Yemen, building, Yemen on the, the other hand, Yemen is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. The 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 sheer verticality of that map is it really changes the the, the, dyna- the dy- dynamic. But it makes it feel like all you have to do is run around like on the ground with a shotgun, and then you can probably get a fair few kills simply because there's so <laughs> many different alleyways and stuff, so you can't see anyone. So it's just the the one with the um, yeah that, I think fastest that's what reaction I liked time. Too. It it just every all the levels were pretty spacious, and mm. they were pretty much all symmetrical. Like some had up bits and down bits, but. It was pretty fair all the way across. Mm. Whereas I felt with like th- when I was playing the Uncharted Three beta, like the maps they had there, they just didn't work <laughs> that well. There were so many like they, the the maps were so uneven, and like especially the one with like the house in the middle and stuff. It it's just chateau. seemed like even even though there weren't there was like a decent number of people in the map, you could just go around and never find anyone. Yeah, 
it it didn't really work because there were so many different like you know there were so many different levels you could go in the house and there were the two different sides and there were lots of different bits and you could hide in around those areas as well it is it, it just seems as though i don't know what they've tried to do mm. i think what they tried was just to make it a view a bit more dynamic but yeah, yeah. i mean you have to remember like that Duty. there are like more different game modes than just deathmatch i think you know even though you're right some of them aren't so suited to just shooting each other you still got things like plunder and king of the hill and stuff like that these different maps are gonna yeah. impact them you know negatively and positively as well because Actually, to be I think honest a lot of the maps i think are most pretty well designed for plunder yeah I agree with that. I think I'll just have to play it. I'll just have to play it a bit more. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree that um, the Uncharted Two ones were just a lot more organized for me, like to it wasn't figure really out where a bad map. No, no, there really wasn't. I I was happy with playing all of them, especially the one that was um. Apart from Trainwreck. Trainwreck, no Tem- Trainwreck. I love Trainwreck. Train is the most train awesome. Is, it's it's all oh it's all staple map. Wreck. Yeah, that's RG. It's our staple map, but that's only because of RPGs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that is the if, GU a way. G, if a, yeah, if a memory goes down in GU Clan Nights, it will always be the warm-ups on Chainwreck with RPGs. That's just how we it, it always started with roll. that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think we'll round this section up. Oh, I'm so excited. Two weeks, guys. I, and, then you, <laughs> and you've then been you counting down since they announced yes I have it's been that's a whole true. year and it's I remember when we were back at like 180 days and now it's two weeks it's, what, it's two like weeks 14 sorry. days two weeks too long <laughs> so yeah so, ne- so in the next episode that you hear me on I, I, I'll Won't probably be on not because even be playing be about it anymore <laughs> yeah but, um, Your brain would yeah, have exploded I'll, I'll stop talking about <laughs> Uncharted now and we can talk about other games we well, can talk about week. Man Week! Man Week! Yes. Man Week! Man Week! Man Week! Okay, so who, who, who's excited Don't for Man Week? Go on, you sound so, so excited! excited. <laughs> okay, man, man Week was something that uh, our, <laughs> one of our, Adam, Adam came up with it and we were discussing one it. One of our guys. And we yes. were like, yes, let's do it. Manlier men. Manliest men, manliest moment. Uh, manly, I'm supposed to do a drawing for, for it and you guys will see it uh, before this podcast comes out. Someone. <laughs> I did the manliest cast and in case yeah, of all Lauren of our ma- top manliest ten manliest cast. men. Uh, Jason Stalin as Isaac. I never would have thought of that. But yeah, so Man someone Week celebrates yeah, the manliest man and moments in video game history. And, and in, in, in addition to um, doing all of those features that we just mentioned, we also asked the community in the forums what, what they, who they thought were the manliest man and what what were their manliest moments? So, Daryl, take it away. Take the first one away. Go, go, go. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can be quite as excited as you, though. <laughs> Colin gets excited right. thinking about so manly the men. first person... Yeah, he clearly does. <laughs> I'm not going to question this, though. Um, yeah, so the first person who spoke was Zero, and he said, Snake's badassery and manliness can be summed up in Metal Gear Solid 1. He took out a tank with nothing but grenades, then single-handedly destroyed... Not one, but three hind Ds. Although that's spanning across Metal Gear 1, 2, and MGS 1. MGS 2, he survived a sinking ship with an incapacitated su- survivor? I think that he's confusing that with Raiden. Yeah. Uh, he got a massive wound, which he barely seemed to affect him. In MGS 4, come on, he's an old man, and somehow he still seems to be even more badass. <laughs> going so far as to survive microwaves. 
can you get more manly than Solid Snake? <laughs> Colin will say yes. Yes, you can. Because Solid <laughs> Snake was not in our list. Big Boss was. <gasps> exactly. Big Boss is Zolino more manly just because Russia. he's actually a man. Solid Snake is clearly gay. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He, he oh, yeah. What did you think Come of on, my... He's so feminine. What did you think of my choice, Colin, for Big Boss? I had a That lot, was a pretty good choice, time. actually, I thought. He he does have the looks, and I think he can pull off a big boss. But I'm concerned about the voice. Mm. Well, he can do Magneto. They'll just Magneto do what they did well. in the in the Michael trailer. They'll just get someone to play the character. <laughs> David Hayden voice over him. The top. Yes. <laughs> brilliant. They'll get the guy who played Kyle in Terminator. The guy who actually origi- who actually oh. was the inspiration. <laughs> if he if it was if it was old Big Boss, he would be so perfect. Oh. Or Sean Connery. Uh, actually, you know who would play a good. Uh, that guy from Avatar and and Terra Nova. Oh, that not him! Name. I forget his name. He has Sam the whole big boss beard and everything. Sam Worthington? No, not Sam Worthington. He didn't play the old guy. Oh, the old guy. Good, because I was gonna say I hate Sam Worthington. Uh, I, I don't like <laughs> him too. But yeah, I think like okay, Solid Snake may have like Zero actually said said in in his comment that he beat Big Boss twice. But the thing you're forgetting is that Big Boss survived twice. And he comes back in Metal Gear Solid 4 and at that bit it was like, whoa, mind blown. <laughs> Colin, Colin likes Big Boss just a bit. Just, 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 just a smidgen. Just Does your smidgen. mind being blown add to his Colin wishes though? he was Ava. Colin wishes he was what? Ava. Oh, Ava okay. from Metal Gear Solid 3. I no? think that's pushing it a bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I'll take it to the next quote then. Um, Alright. So, Kid says, I'm going to say Captain Price from the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series. Oh. He's, <laughs> he's a tough um, SOB. Surviving a gul- gulag. Gulag? Gulag? gulag. Surviving the gulag. Oh, is that, is that something from the game? It's, oh, okay. it's like a prison. Um, the villains of the Modern, War- uh, Modern Warfare series and managing to help a hurt comrade survive a chase... Not to mention he has a good he has a good beard and he loves he does love his cigars. I'm surprised he is still alive after all he's been through. Is he the English guy? He's the English guy and he's not just in the modern warfare series. People play Call of Duty for Captain Price. Hmm. He was in, Is he the guy that makes you do the assault courses? Yeah, he's in all he's he's a recurring character in all of the Call of Duties, except for the ones done by Treyarch. He was. Hmm. I, so, was I, so was Ghost. I vividly remember him in Call of Duty 2. And his mustache was manly. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like. Well, no matter what you do, no matter how terrible your situation is, like, he's just there. And it's like, I've just had to kill like 50 guys to get here. And I'm a superhuman because that's what I am in this game. And you know, and he'll just a little be bit like, of a spoiler. So, but like in Modern Warfare, at the end of it, he gets shot. And we don't know if he survives or not. And in Modern Warfare 2, he comes back. Like. And it was one of the missions where you're su- supposed to extract this prisoner, but you, don't, you, didn't, you didn't know who he was. There was a prisoner something, number something, something, something. And you go in, something, and you get him, you, you breach the door, and it's one of those slow motion moments where you breach the door, the whole thing blows up, and, and you move in. But you see him mm. like strangling this guard, and he <laughs> pushes it towards you, and then punches you in the face and takes your weapon. <laughs> he's hardcore. He is hardcore. Truth. So we'll say he's manly. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Definitely. <laughs> okay, now uh, that was for manliest man, and moving on to manliest moments, we had one from Zero. Well, actually, we had two from Zero. 
uh, he put up one of the aforementioned Metal Gear Solid 4 microwaves hallway bit where Snake is crawling through that was so hard the microwaves and you know that was a really amazing moment in the game and he uh, even though David Jaffe said it sucked I don't know why he said it sucked I mean it was so moving he said he, he said it, it sucked because he, he didn't feel anything oh uh, well he just doesn't have a soul we talked about this before. Why it's why it's an amazing moment. Seriously, that the tension that the you feel you during that game, and it it was a very climactic moment. And uh, actually, he put that in response to Adam, who who put up a video of the boss fight between Ocelot and Snake. A ten minute boss fight. That's a long boss. What fight. the last one in MGS4? Yeah. Okay, because I was thinking about the one in MGS1. Well, the one in MGS4 kind of incorporates MGS1, two, and three. So yeah, that's pretty. And he also put in a video of Asura's Wrath. Which it's not out yet; it's out next year. But uh, you see the things that the character does; it's insane. I think this goes above and beyond manly. Have you guys seen the video? Wait, no, I've not seen it. Mm-mm. He fights this giant deity thing that's bigger than a freaking planet. Sounds um, cool. And I'm assuming wins. <laughs> well, we don't know yet. <gasps> but the thing tries to squash him with his finger, and he holds it up with sheer brute strength alone kind of makes Kratos look like a grasshopper. See, this is the thing I, I wonder. Are we talking manly due to strength? Or... It's just it's just an appeal. It's See, both. Like, you know, you can go for... <coughs> you like, can go when, for both in, strength and strength of character. In the in the video thread for Manliest Moment, I, I put a video recently of Heavy Rain, a character from Heavy Rain. Uh, I don't really know how to breach this without actually spoiling a part of the game, but no one in Heavy Rain is manly. No, oh, no. but the lizard Jason? trial. Jason. Come on, Jason took a car to the face. He didn't survive, but he took a car to the <laughs> I face. I still don't understand how he died. Who? Who? Jason? Yeah, his dad clearly <laughs> grabbed him and blocked the car. I would think the dad exactly. would be dead. <laughs> Maybe he just sucks. The car at was the manliest. My, uh, minor point. That, that game is amazing. I yeah, I'm a heavy rain fan. But seriously, Ethan in the lizard trial, that game, that section of the game, yeah, I I was. Is that the one like, with the glass? So, sorry. Is that the one with the glass? No, that's the butterfly trial. The lizard trial is the one where he has to. The one with the axe. He has finger certain instruments which he has to apply finger? to involves his extremities. His finger, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cringeworthy. Yeah. That oh. is a really... But I wouldn't a... say that makes him a manly man. That just makes him a super parent. Mm-hmm. Which makes him yeah, manly. Yeah, but that, this, is what, this is what I'm saying. That's Does exactly a manly what man manly, have to be strong physically to be a man? Surely one of, no, one I mean, of the look, main characteristics at, uh, of being had... a man is having a family and protecting said family. We had Wanda in, in the top ten list, and not just because he scares like these giant colossi but because of, of why he's doing it is to resurrect this I'm assuming it's someone he loves the game never really mm. explained it but yeah he's doing all just for her and that's one of Sucks the reasons to be why him. I think uh, my I think my favorite or my deemed manliest moment um, is actually an oldie uh, <laughs> I remember I used to watch my dad play StarCraft when I was too young in order to play it. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Yeah. uh, At the end, well, throughout StarCraft, there's this one really badass Protoss named Tassadar. And Tassadar decides that he's going to end all this crap, all this war 
stuff that's going on between Zerglings and pretty much everybody because Kerrigan just goes insane and goes evil super biatch. And um, Tassadar takes his ship and plummets it right into the swarm, killing himself but saving the planet. Not just the swarm, I think the overmind. The overmind. And I think that is pretty freaking manly. And I love, like, Tassadar, I was so sad when he went away because he was just, like, my favorite character of the whole game. Aside from Jim Rayner, of course, and <laughs> Kerrigan. But I really love Tassadar, and I think that that was really manly of him to do. See, if we, were, if we were going for just brute strength alone, it, alone we, I, I would have included uh, Tychus Finley in the list and not Jim Rayner. Ah, yeah. That Although, be to be fair, Tychus Finley sacrificed himself to save Jim Rayner. Mm-hmm. I think it's more that, like, out of everyone in StarCraft, though, Jim Rayner's the guy that everyone respects. Yeah. It's just because of the things uh, yeah. he do- does as a character. That makes he's, him manly. He's also, it's a respect thing. He's also, like, not judgmental over what people are, like, whether they're Protoss or human. He just defines you on your character, which I really like about him. I just put up a story about my manliest moment, which Colin thinks is funny. No, I think it's, I think oh. it's a good moment. And it, it's about the, the main character of the Yakuza franchise, who's called Kiryu Kazuma. And uh, he's a badass Yakuza guy. Beats the crap out of people. Um, he picks up bikes and throws them at people. <laughs> like they're just a fan or something. Yeah. Picks up Little lampposts. Little no effort. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And he's very, very cruel as well. Like if he's got a baseball bat, he'll sit someone up, smack him in the head. No problem. It's all very graphic. But the point is that he's actually a really nice guy. And how is he a nice guy, Daryl? Yeah, well, in Yakuza 3... He's he's decided that he wants to get away from the the lifestyle and all that stuff. I, I haven't played the first two, but from what I gather, he only ever does stuff if people do stuff to him. Mm-hmm. And in the third one, um, the story is that he's moved away to a rural part of Japan and he started up an orphanage for children. No, I know. And um, the the problems come because one of the the yakuza back in Tokyo wants to claim the land his orphanage is on. And it's just not something you want to do. You don't want to mess with him. Just, yeah. just let him have the land. Don't do it, man. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's, it's really not. Like my the first time I played it, like I in my I think my, one of my first fights, you can when you build up your rage meter in a fight, you can do special things. So you can pick up items and use them in a special way. And um, if you're near objects, you can use those as well. So like he picked this guy up and wrapped him around a lamppost like threw him full force sideways so his rib just cracked oh. on top. <laughs> and you're just thinking this guy is an absolute badass but he never wants any trouble like he's just walking through the town and these guys start and he's like look guys you really don't want to do this and they're like give me your money it's <laughs> like no they're really you, you don't want to do this and they're like oh yeah we do so he rips his shirt off and he's got like the, the dragon tattoo on his back and they're like oh no it's just Yakuza <laughs> oh no <laughs> gonna kill us yeah that's Yakuza tattoos are pretty epic though they so, are they're too manly cool. yeah so come on then Chloe what's your manliest oh she already said I think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't she I'm, I'm gunning for the there's, there's more than one way to be manly <laughs> I mean I've, got, I've gone with Big Boss for obvious reasons. I'll just crush on He's going with Big Boss for the scene with Ava. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some like, a lot of people on the forums are 
they they mentioned Nathan Drake because apparently he kills hundreds of soldiers and monsters and zombies. Yeah, see, like climbs like I a monkey. Didn't, I didn't even think of Nathan Drake as being. He, I, yeah, I didn't think the manliness. He's, no, he yeah, still he, screams like a girl when he falls off cliffs. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! He's too oh, much of a sissy. <laughs> no, he's a charming character for sure, but I wouldn't call him. Yeah, mad. He's charming. I think somebody said he had muscles. Mm, that was in one of the. He probably does. I mean, considering all the climbing character. he does. And I think one of the more common yeah, in that ones case, in addition Zangief to would be on the list. Come like, on, Zangief is not Mali and remote. <laughs> remote. Oh no, we had Soul Bad Guy from Guilty Gear on the list. Just come on, you have a name like Soul Bad Guy. But I mean, okay, yeah, one of the more true. common ones in, in addition to like you know uh, Nathan Drake was Ezio from Assassin's Creed. <laughs> That's and because I do think he he's better. But then, then in his 50s, he's kicking ass yeah. like a boss. I think there's different type of manly then. Although I think uh, if it was just Assassin's Creed 2, I would not have included him in the list. No, no, no. I was Brother- Assassin's Creed in Brotherhood, 2, Brotherhood, Brotherhood, he's a lot more grown up and hardcore. Yeah. I think he, he's in, um, amazing in Revelations from what we've seen. Yeah, I'm really excited to see him. I I don't even care. Like, he's just... So go on the forums, tell us about your manly moments, your manly men. Stick up your it. videos. I yes. think uh, Adam put one up of Chris Redfield from Resident Evil 5, fighting a boulder. Yes, fighting a boulder. <laughs> Amazing. So if you think, and also if you think you were wrong for what we chose. We're not wrong. We're not wrong? <laughs> we're, no. okay. We don't care. Just tell us what you think are big better manly challenge. moments. Yeah. There are plenty in games. So yeah, just hit us up anything. on Twitter or on the forums. That's true. Man week, yeah. man week. Huh? <laughs> That's the new theme song. Yeah. Man week, man <laughs> week. Time. It sounds like a badger song. <laughs> mushroom, it's so manly, mushroom. manly, 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 manly. <laughs> okay, let's yeah, we're going to move on, on now. To <laughs> man <segment>. week, man <laughs> week. <laughs> Which this week our question is from Hunter Slasher 13 who asked us, what do you think of HD collections in general? Do you buy them for memory's sake, for the trophy support, or something else I haven't listed? I just bought Ico and the Shadow of Colossus HD collection, and it is good just as I remember. I was going to say I don't like them, and I would never buy one, but then I just remembered that Ico and Shadow of Colossus existed. Yeah. Um, so I do have that as well. Yeah. I haven't started playing it yet, <laughs> though I'm playing through Atelier Tutorial instead. But Personally, I think the HD collections are cool for people who have not played the game. It's a good. I think that's the it's thing. It's a good like, way to get them into it. I mm-hmm. mean, the Ico and the Shadow of the Colossus one is unique in that respect because the the original games were quite rare, like Ico especially. Yeah, especially so that people one. that don't even know it exists. Which I pronounce mm-hmm. as and Ico. like if you want to try and buy it's it now, it's basically Ico impossible because they didn't make any of such, them. The, the Whereas a, I think um, all of the other HD collections, they're all really, really mainstream. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's not really mainstream. It's a cult. It's kind of like a cult cult game like people re- really really love it there isn't re- really any anyone that hates it but it's weird how yeah, many I, people love it despite the fact never having played it before it's one of those games that everybody's heard point, about though. but barely yeah. barely anybody's played I think it that, I think that's why it's the perfect one mm-hmm. because there were so many people who never got to play it at the time but they've heard so many good things about how like Shadow of the Colossus is, is an amazing game and it's not just like no you one know, really HD reboot or anything they've added things like like uh Hunter Slasher men- mentioned trophy support, but they've even even added like you know 3D support. You can play the, the games in 3D, and these games were designed for 3D. It's just that the PS2 wasn't capable of it. I think there's also like the point that you have to make about um, how PS3s, the newer ones, have lost their backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. So I think like for people who have 
maybe sold back their PS2 and sold back their games, like, this is kind of a good way for them to buy them back and actually have them for good. Yeah. So they have them to download. For me, yeah. I... I mean... I like them because they're um, they're they're good value for money. I mean, they're cheaper than a brand new title, and you get more than one game. I have the Prince of Persia, Tomb Raider, and I'm going to be getting the Ico Shadow of Colossus ones just because they're cheaper. And Splinter Cell. No, I'm not getting Splinter Cell. (laughs) Oh, I'm not sure if I should get Splinter Cell. I kind of want to, but But I would rather get Tomb Raider. There's a Silent Hill one coming out, isn't there? Yes, yes, there is. There's the Metal Gear Solid Solid HD one. There's the Zoe one, that which also is also another another perfect example. As the and they're redoing the voices, aren't they? Yeah, they are. The original Zoe one and Zoe two are extremely rare. I think I think yeah, that's I think that's the thing. Like, well, Zoe's slightly different because the games were okay. They weren't fantastic. I don't think. No, but it's kind of the same with with Eco and Shadow of Colossus. You know, people, the fans. Those games were. I I think the thing about it is like. Most of the HD collections, I, I probably wouldn't even care about the games anyway. Like I'd, Prince of Persia, yeah, Splinter, yeah, yeah. Like, would I want to get the Final Fantasy HD collection? Probably not. Just because I don't feel it's going to add anything. Like, I, I, if I played Final Fantasy X now, why do I need to play in HD? Hmm. Well, I'm going to buy that anyway. It's, it's, <laughs> it's exactly the same. Like, it's even, if you, even if you play the original Metal Gear Solid now, it still looks fine. It works fine. Mm. But I think playing in HD is not going to change the experience for me whatsoever. For um, the, I, I'm going to say older gamers. I know we're not old, but we're older compared to the younger generation of people just getting into games. And I think a lot of them do find that the the graphics that were like ten five years ago are are pretty horrible to their eyes. So I think updating the games in this mm. way is useful for them. Well, they're not doing that much to change it, really. Like, if you played the Final Fantasy X HD collection on a standard definition TV, it would probably look exactly the same. Yeah, true. But I do, I do think it's a fair point that it is getting people who are newer gamers who may not have been around when, um, like, Final Fantasy X came out and only have played, like, Final Fantasy XIII. Like, this is a good opportunity for them to actually play it for once. Yeah. I think they're going to redub that. Yeah. You know I mean? Jim Donald Taylor, you're fired. No, you have, have to have the laughing scene exactly the same. If they change it, I will not be happy. No, they need to put the Japanese one in. Oh. You can listen to both to, to it in both Japanese and English. That would be at amazing. the same time. Yuna, at just, the same time. Yuna, just whistle whenever you want to see me. As it's gonna. T- <laughs> I don't think Titus Titus. is even that low. Oh, Titus should be in our manly week. Japanese Titus, manly. <laughs> Nia should have been in it. Nah, man. he's a manly man. Nier is a manly man. Well, no, it's more so Kaine is the manly man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> depending on what you defines manly. But it's true. Actually, going back to the PS2 thing, I think Sony are d- Sony's doing doing quite a lot to bring the PS2 back to the PS3. Yeah, they're even yeah. bringing them it's, into the store. Yeah, now. they've it, they've waited long enough I, so that no one's angry anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm still pretty upset about it, but you know when like the only on PSN thing, the PS2 games are only nine ninety nine. Mm. And that is amazingly cheap. Also, you don't have to have like memory cards anymore. Like, no, it's all it's all virtual, cool. virtually simulated. It's really good. Yeah, it's all virtual, so it's all it's all like awesome. I mean, yeah. So, so leading That's on to I the next say. question, who wants to take it? We're not doing. We're, we're going to cut not, it. Oh, uh, yeah, we're already at an hour. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, like I, I guess you guys think that HD collections are a good thing. I yeah. think I'm the okay. only one who thinks they're I kind mean, of redundant. I don't really have 
negative opinion about it, nor do I have a super positive one about it. I think it's fine what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, there are games coming out that I wanted to play, so I bought them, you know. And, you know, if you don't want to play mm-hmm. them, then don't buy them. I don't think it's detracting I think too it's... much from developers' time. I think it's working because um, the ones they've done so far are actually worthwhile franchises. Yeah. Mm. It's just that, that dodgy ground where if, like people start going, oh, we can make a little bit of money from doing this. Yeah. yeah. I just think, like, um, for our... Um, demographic like for you and me Daryl because we already have like all of our I think because we already have like our old systems like I still have my Genesis and all that stuff like it it doesn't seem like it's worth it because we could just always go back to it but I think like for people who don't necessarily have it anymore like they're sort of just reaching out to those people like if I was a new gamer and I'd never played these games before would I want to go back I think if people I think older gamers were on forums Sony yeah, to, if, to oh, if people were on forums like speaking about all these games and saying how great they were, like Final Fantasy VII remake, oh. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. <laughs> they went with Final Fantasy X because yeah. it's PS2. I think I hope. I, I hope although I did start codes. playing Crisis Core, I hope they're gonna put codes in their FFX HD remakes so you can get seven, eight, nine off of the store. I would love that so much. Yeah, that would be really nice. They probably won't do it, but that's my hopes. <laughs> of course they won't do it. <laughs> Sometimes I don't really feel like I'm kind of lazy in the sense that I don't I have my PlayStation 2, I can set it up, but I just don't feel like it. Yeah, same. Like I have my PS2 upstairs and I can't be bothered to go up and three. set it up to play Metal Gear Solid 2. Well, actually I did do that. I did set it up to play Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 again. <laughs> yeah, I could be bothered to it, but I did actually do it. <laughs> Which is why I think the Metal Gear Solid HD collection is going to be awesome because I don't have to do that anymore. So Although I, do, I, have left my I don't have my save files anymore because my PS3 bricked and I lost like all, all everything that I did. Like I tr- I played Snake Eater to a hundred percent and oh, I gotta do it all over again. Excellent. You can do it, Colin. We believe in you. And yeah. also, I think it really depends on like the pub- publishers, not so much the developers, but you know, with the Metal Gear Solid one, Kojima is overseeing it as being de- developed by or ported upgraded by an external company but he is overseeing it every qu- nothing go- goes by without being quality checked by Kojima yeah but that's Kojima yeah and I, I mean the same with uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus like those things have been quality mm. tested to death I definitely want that one if there's any if there's any HD collection um, thing that I want any games I Shadow of the Colossus and Ico is definitely the one that I want I want a HD version of Crash Team Racing yes <laughs> yes. Can I have the first Crash Bandicoot as well? It's gonna come bundled with Uncharted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that's what's known. I just want the whole this. Crash Bandicoot series. I seriously hope they do a Uncharted racing. It'll be amazing. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> now we're moving into the realm of fancy. I think I'm gonna close this up. Um. So that's the end of the show. You can find Minigup in the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union podcast feed, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, pick up the RSS feed from the site, or download each episode separately from GamingUnion.net. Whilst you're there, you can sign up to our forum to join in the discussion. We regularly feature threads created by the community on the show, along with your comments, opinions, discussions. If you have any questions, like we've just mentioned on this last segment, then please feel free to send them in. We'll, we'll answer anything. Um, next Tuesday's episode including we'll... what socks does Colin wear yeah. I'm not wearing any socks right now <gasps> Naked feet. there you go see that would be why it would be a good question commando feet maybe <laughs> you should send in suggestions of what socks Colin should be wearing and then make him take pictures of it Th- this is getting weird 
I could post them up on Twitter. <laughs> he should wear ninja tabby. <laughs> next Tuesday's episode Super will awesome. be Final Fantasy Union and the next mini gup will release on 8th of November. If there's any changes to the schedule, we'll let you know via any of the shows or Twitter, forums, anything like that. Um, t- Just ignoring you, Colin. <laughs> yeah, like usual. And Cave Story 3D as well. The Twitter feed is at Gaming Union, all one word, and each of our hosts has their own Twitters. Um, you can find out details of that on the site. We also have a Facebook, which is at Colin. Facebook.com slash... Gaming Union, all one word. Sound like you forgot that. Yay! So you guys want to say your goodbyes for this show? Bye. 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 Colin fell in a hole. <laughs> I'm <Chloe laughs> saying goodbye. This has been TweakedMusic.com and GamingUnion.net production. Bye.